An RNZ web journalist who allegedly inserted Russian propaganda into news stories claims he has edited reports in that way for five years and nobody has ever queried it. The state broadcaster says it launched a review after it found out on Friday that stories were being altered to give them a pro-Russia slant. That is despite concerns being raised about the journalist's work more than a year ago. The journalist has now been placed on leave. So far, 250 stories have been reviewed and 16 have had to be corrected. RNZ management has conceded the broadcaster's process for publishing stories from other media companies has not been strong enough and there will be an external review of editorial processes. Checkpoint contacted the journalist at the centre of the investigation. He told me, and I quote, I subbed several stories that way over the past number of years, in fact, since I started Radio New Zealand. And I have done that for five years, and nobody has tapped me on the shoulder and told me that I was doing anything wrong. RNZ boss and editor-in-chief Paul Thompson has described the altered copy as pro-Kremlin garbage, and he joins us now. Kia ora, Paul. Do you want to bring us up to date with the latest developments, please? Uh, yes, I can, and thank you, Lisa, for your time today. Um, look, we're continuing to do a careful and forensic audit of stories on our website. That will take uh, a little bit of time. We've already checked 250, and where problems are, fi- are found, We correct them and we run them in a very prominent place on the website so there's full disclosure. We're also progressing the independent review, which will report directly to our board. So there's a distance from me. I think that's really important. So apart from that, um, you know, we're feeling shocked and stunned and really, really uh, challenged by this. And we're doing our best to get to the bottom of it, be up front and put things right. Has this person been fired yet? Uh, there's an employment process underway and that is ongoing. Is pro-Kremlin garbage not to get enough to get you fired instantly? Uh, look, there are, there, what's happened is a, is a serious breach of our editorial standards and you know, personally I'm just so gutted by it. We've let our audience down um, and the Ukrainian um, community down. Um, But I do need to make sure that we have a robust process because we've got enough challenges on our plate at the moment. I don't want to compound that by getting ahead of a fair process. You're not just the CEO, you're the editor-in-chief. Have you offered your resignation to the board? No, I haven't. Has anyone else in management offered up their resignation? No. Do you think some of them should? No, I don't. I think um, this is a time for us actually working together to fix the problem. There have been... Um, breaches of our of our editorial policy. Um, it's really disappointing. I would point out that it is confined to one area of the many things we do. This is confined to one area. They're still serious. I'm not diminishing it at all. But, How you know, do you know that, Paul? Have you audited other stories? Have you done a cross-section from other journalists? How do you know that? Because of the work that we're doing in the through the audit, but also because of the specific circumstances around this type of content and and its focus on wire copy. So you know you can, and we've done a really good look um, to make sure that we have a good feel for the range of the of the of the problems. And I'm confident that they're confined to this one area and this Who one. Who is doing that audit? Uh, we are doing it internally uh, with a bunch of senior staff who are 
going through each story. It is from your web team, senior staff from your web from team. From our web team and from our new, with assistance from our news team as well. But the web team is the team that didn't pick up on the um, problems with this man's copy in the first place. Yes, but it is their job to get to the bottom of this, and they are the right people because they know how the the system works. And so to use your your language, Paul, they are marking their own homework and being in charge of the audit. What they are doing is getting to the bottom of the audit and and looking at every story, and I'm confident in that process, and it is being done very, very well and very robustly. Doesn't the public need to be confident in that process too? So why not bring in utterly independent people to do the review of the copy as well? Well, this is where the independent review is so important because that really needs to look at um, the robustness of our processes around the editing of stories for our website. And look, that review will look at everything it needs to look at and the findings will be very challenging and we will make those public. And I think that is the the best path for making sure that any other issues are surfaced. Paul, there's lots of questions, so let's try and get through a few of them quickly. You found out on Friday, is that correct? And it was the first time you knew there was a problem with this person's copy. Yes. His stories. Okay, so has your executive team let you down? Because in May 2022, serious concerns were raised about this man's work and a particular story he wrote on Russia. Why weren't you told then? Um, Well, you know, we have editorial processes, processes and improvements to stories all the time. There were problems with that piece, and we put this all on the website, by the way, so we're being absolutely upfront. The story uh, received additional uh, content and editing, which meant it uh, met, met our editorial standards, and um, it's, it's not automatic that I would be told about that. Okay, but the fact that you had to make changes because of a lack of balance shows that there was an issue with the editorial process as well. And I believe that concerns were raised at the time about editorial process as well as the content of the story. So why was no review flagged then and why was this not escalated? Uh, Well, I don't know, but we did review the story at the time and it was um, changed, the story was changed to meet our editorial standards. So our systems actually worked at the time, Lisa. And, yep, is there more that we could have learned from that, more that we could have done from that? No, they didn't work, Paul. With the greatest of respect, this man continued to produce copy that was slanted. So the processes didn't work as they showed. This was a story that was written, and the story was updated... And it, and additional Who updated gov- it? Uh, I, look, our, our staff did it. I, a number of people would have been involved in that. The issue did you which, notify the journalist that there was an issue with the copy at that time the, and begin any kind of performance management? There would would have been a process of editing and discussion with that journalist, Lisa. Would have, or you absolutely know that, uh, there, Paul, there or are was, you assuming that there, he was there, notified? Of course that he was notified, yes. Okay, because he's told me that he's been doing it for five years and nobody has ever told him that there is anything wrong with the copy he is producing. But there's two things here. What we, his, his comments are around his role as a sub-editor. A, the job of a sub-editor is to improve stories, add context, improve the journalism. What we're talking about here is a very small proportion of stories where something quite different happened where incorrect and misleading information was inserted into wire copy. So the, there are, it's important to make that distinction. Are you going to change the editorial structure of RNZ at all as a result of this? Um, I haven't made any decisions yet, but I think that will be something I will be reflecting on. 
and I'll be looking to do anything which can make a positive difference because we need to get to the bottom of this and we need to improve things. So um, I think that is one area where I'll be giving it some thought and the independent review, no doubt, will be giving me some advice, or giving the board some advice on that as well. Appreciate your time. That's Paul Thompson, who's the boss of RNZ, CEO and editor-in-chief.